Rush Dooney Radio presents The Messianic Character of American Education by Rusus John Rushdoony, narrated by Jeremy Walker, produced with permission by the Chalcedon Foundation. Preface It is a characteristic common to the various professions that no criticism is so much resented as that coming from outside the fraternity, which, of course, is the usual source of attack. Criticism from within the profession is often discounted because the critic is ostensibly a disgruntled partisan of a rejected cause, and criticism from without is regarded as inadmissible because inexpert. This hostility to criticism is not the particular possession of any one profession, but a monopoly of man. We should not be surprised, therefore, to find it in education, or should we regard this sensitivity to it as their particular possession. Whatever their shortcomings, they're also the burden-bearers of all kinds of social expectations and hopes. We should not be surprised, then, at the intensity of the resentment to criticism. One school superintendent in California recently declared, according to the Palo Alto Times, November 14, 1962, that educational critics, quote, many of them admirals and generals, Unquote, are, quote, irresponsible, unquote, and, quote, have the same effect on American education as subversives have, unquote. However, much such sensitivity to criticism must be bypassed by the scholar. It must still be remembered that very often the sensitivity is a characteristic of dedicated and hardworking men who are honestly irritated by the facile concerns of outsiders. It is one thing to criticize educators, doctors, and lawyers, another to meet concretely and answer the problems indigenous to their professions. Nonetheless, every profession flourishes, not only in terms of its own inner elements of growth, but by its ability to draw on resources beyond its borders, by its readiness to evaluate and utilize criticism, and by its recognition of interdependence with those whom it serves. Admirals and generals, as well as other critics, have no monopoly on error, nor on truth, for that matter. And the same is true of the professional men, including educators. This writer is neither an admiral nor a general, nor is he a practicing teacher. He is not, let it be added, a, quote, subversive, unquote. On the other hand, he does have a life certificate, general secondary, in the state of California, an MA in education, and has served as a school board member in another state. He has had the assistance in this study of various educators on the ground, high school, and teachers' college levels. But whatever the background and assistance, this work, of course, must stand on its own merits. This study is intended to be not only an historical and analytical study of the philosophies of education and state education in the United States, but also a study in an important aspect of American cultural history. If the writer shows what seems to be an uncommon dissent, let it be noted also that for some of the more recent and controversial educational thinkers, he holds at the same time a marked respect. This writer is grateful to Dr. Ivan R. Beerley, who made this work possible, for his encouragement to the writing of this study began in 1957, to Dr. David L. Hogan, who prepared the appendix and to Miss Frances M. Braun for many, many kindnesses.
The index was prepared by Miss Vernelia Crawford. Rusis John Rastuni, October 15th, 1963.